0: Hello and Happy New Year, my wonderful Soul seekers! I missed you guys. I know it's been a long time since I left you without a dope word to think to, think to, but I'm back. I am excited to be back with all you guys. I appreciate your patience with me. I appreciate your prayers that were sent my way. And to all my subscribers, Thank you so much. I would just love to start this episode today with a great thank you. Merci beaucoup to my beautiful cousin, Estella, who is constantly reminding me to get back on this podcast. And today she sent me a very beautiful message, pretty much reminding me about... This podcast is not about me, but it's about saving souls and building the kingdom of God. So I just want to say thank you so very much, Stella Bella. Merci, mon chéri. All right. Can we get a hand clap that we made it? We made it to 2021. Yes. 2020 is gone and we are full speed ahead into 2021. One and I think it sounds so good because 2021 you're going to win yes you are we are going to win whatever happened in 2020 that was just a trial that was just a test but guess what you studied and you passed it you aced it and we are moving forward the train is full speed ahead So just one more shout out that we have made it to 2021 to God be all the glory, to God be all the honor, to God be all the praise, hallelujah, for if it was not him who was on our side, hallelujah, we may not have been able to make that transition to this next year, hallelujah. So I just want to say thank you in advance. You know, give a little praise report out there to say, thank you, God, for his mercy endures forever. Even though we know we're going to go through trials and tribulations, he is still right here with us. And that is going to bring us to the message of today. He is still good. All right. God is still good. No matter what the circumstances was in 2020. He is still good. I know a lot of us lost a lot last year. A lot of us lost so many things that we weren't even thinking was possible. But God is still good. He is still good. Hallelujah. He is good when we are on the mountains. He is even better while we're in the valley. Hallelujah. Because when we're in the valley, that's when we know we have to press even further into him. Because he knows when we're in the valley, that is where we're being pressed, we're being shaken. So we know that even in the time of the valley, he is still good. So today we're going to talk about how good God is, despite of what the enemy is showing us, okay? Despite of what we see with the natural eye, despite of what everything that's going on around us. He is still good. Yes, he is. And I hope you feel that in your spirit. He is still good. Give a shout that God is still good. Yes, he is. He is still good. He is still on his throne. Hallelujah. And he is still doing miracles as we speak today. As you listen today, he is still doing miracles. Hallelujah. But we have to remember while he is still good, because he's unchanging, he's not going to change. We have to still be in position to see that he is still good. Let us not look to the left, let us not look to the right, but let us continue to study and meditate on the word of God so that we do not lose focus on who he is, hallelujah. Let's get to it today, I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited okay many situations in the bible that shows us how god is still good in spite of what we are doing or even what the enemy is trying to do let's take a look at genesis chapter 3 and here in this chapter this is where eve is having her long conversation with the serpent and he's telling her did god really say that you can't eat of every tree and she even replies to him by saying he says that we can eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden but the tree that's in the midst of the garden we must not eat of that tree and we all know how this story ends right Eve and Adam decided to eat of the forbidden fruit. And although God did change their all-inclusive, five-star resort lifestyle, right? He was still good to them. He didn't banish them from the garden. He just made them have to work for everything. He now had to turn around and give them responsibilities because he could have said, deep sleep, I'm gonna restart. This is not working out with you guys. Yeah, all messed up? I don't want nothing to do with you guys. Let's start over. But no, in his goodness, he still kept them. And, w- and I know that Adam and Eve had no idea how to hunt for their food because God provided everything for them. I know they didn't know how to even put a seed into the ground. He had to show that to them. Look in his goodness how he still showed mercy on them even though in their disobedience. Even in their time where they didn't trust what he said, they trusted the word of someone else or something else. He still was good to them. He still provided for them, even though they had to work now for the food to eat, they had um, more responsibilities, more things that they had to do on their own. He still kept them. That's how good God is. He will still keep you even in your mess, even when you mess up. He is still good. He is still good in the middle of the mess. When you're making that mistake, God is still good in the middle of that mistake. So don't let your mistakes keep you from thinking that God can't redeem you, that God can't still be good to you. No, that are lies from the enemy because the enemy, remember, he's the accuser of the brethren. What he wants to do is continuously remind you of the negative things you are doing. The devil is never going to remind you of the good things that you've done. He don't operate that way. But as soon as you do something that's operating in sin and you want to walk away from it, he's going to tell you, "Um, remember that last time that thing that you did? Yeah, I remember that. And he's going to continue to remind you about those things because that's, that's his job. He wants to keep you bounded. He, he wants to keep you, you know, at his will. But you are a child of the most high God. And you will walk in the will of God. And you will know and see that our God is a good God. And he is still good. Even in the midst of a pandemic. Even in the midst where you made so many mistakes. You were disobedient. Like Adam and Eve. He is still still God he is still God you may have to work now a little bit harder for the things that you need but that doesn't take away how good he still is hallelujah because sometimes that's that's what we take if we see we have to struggle sometimes we see things are a little bit more difficult we we automatically assume oh God is not in this God God is not here God does not see Because the situation seems dire. The situation seems so hard for us. But he is still God. He is still in control. And he is still good. So remember, in that midst of your mistake, in the midst of your disobedience, just repent. Turn away from it. Because God is still faithful. He is still good. He's not going to banish you. That's not what his ultimate will for your life is. Because if he wanted to banish us, he would have did it with Adam and Eve. So we have a perfect example right there. That he did not turn away from them. He did not. He was still good to them. And he will still be good to you. All right. Let's go ahead now and take a look at another example of how God is still good. Let's go over to Daniel chapter three and here this is about the three Hebrew boys and we know who they are Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego so here in this chapter King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon had made a golden image that he um, required everybody to worship so as the sound of the flutes you know and the horns and the music would come on everybody would to, to stop what they're doing bow down And worship this image and if you were found not worshiping the image at that time you're gonna go straight into the furnace you know to burn so of course uh, the three Hebrew boys were not doing that some Chaldeans saw them and reported it to the king like those three boys who again remember um, Shadrach Meshach and Abednego they had position in Babylon right they had position that Daniel had requested of them to King um, Nebuchadnezzar. So they were not like everybody else. They actually had a position there. They, they you know, they were governing certain areas, um, providence in Babylon. So they were not like every other regular person, regular citizen, you can say, right? They had a position there. So that means that they, if anybody have to follow what the king says, it will be the ones who are directly underneath him. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were like, eh, nah, we're not doing all of that. Like, we, yeah, we work for you, but we're not worshiping your idols. So when the king questioned them about that and said, did you not hear? You know, there's a decree that I made that I said, if you do not stop and worship, you will be thrown into the fire. The three of them said in verse 17, um, I love what they said. It says, if it be so our god whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fury furnace and he will deliver us out of thy hand o king but if not be it known unto thee o king that we will not serve thy gods nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up so after they have told the king that they are not going to worship this image nebuchadnezzar became infuriated right so he's extra hot now extra upset so he tells his guards tells the people you know what on the furnace make it seven times hotter do you hear what he said make it seven times hotter and pretty much throw them in there and before they were thrown in there they were bound they were bound with everything right their hands were bound their clothes their hats that they had on every garment on them he like he just wrapped them up like "Uh, i don't care y'all just going into this fire because y'all pretty much get on my last nerves right so before they could even be put into the fire the guardsmen that were putting who was getting ready to put them in the fire the fire was so hot that the guards who were getting ready to put them into the fire burned they incinerated Right? That's how hot that fire was. Mm. And look at the goodness of God. Look how God is still good. When your enemies think, oh, you're not even in the fire yet. The God, the, the enemy is trying to put you into the fire. But God is still good in the situation. He already knows what He's gonna do for you anyway. He knows how He's gonna deliver you anyway, right? He's already taken care of this, some of the enemies right in front of you. The guards that had to put them into the furnace they got burned up so even even if God didn't do anything else for Shadrach Meshach and Abednego just in that situation just to see that the own guards who was about to get me killed they in turn got killed mm, God is good God is still good they were showing them that listen yes you powerful but my God can do miracles not only can he do miracles, he can do it in an instant. He can do it at the last minute. He can do it before it happens. So that's one little miracle that was already done to show how God is still good. Remember, he they done told Nebuchadnezzar, go ahead, you know, do what you have to do. You know, you about to put us in this fire, do what you got to do. Our God is going to deliver us either way. So now that they're bounded up, we're going to go to Verse 24, because sometimes you just have to read the verse, right? You just got to read it. So let's go to verse um, 20. Let's start with 23. So it says, and these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego fell down, bound into the midst of the burning furnace. And verse 24, then Nebuchadnezzar, the king was astonished, meaning dismayed, like what? What just happened? And rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. So now Nebuchadnezzar's like, Hold up. I know we put three guys that were tied up, that couldn't go nowhere. It's not like they could run away into this fire. So he's noticing something now. So let's read um, 25. It says, He answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire and they have no hurt and the form of the fourth is like the son of god Mm, mm, mm. let's take a look at verse 25 step by step it says first line says he answered and said lo i see four men loose now i know nebuchadnezzar was thinking to himself i know i can count i'm the king i know i put three People into this fire Why do I see four people walking around And not only that They're walking around They're loose They're not even bound up anymore They're walking around like They're walking alongside of the beach Right So this is crazy And also it says if you move down since says they have no hurt Mm, Look how God is still good Look how God is still good You may not think he's still good in that situation Not only did he loose them because they're walking around. They're walking around with no hurt. That means they're not burning. Nothing's going on. They're not screaming. Help, help, help. Like this fire is hot. No hurt is going on. And here comes the next point. Then it says, and the form of the fourth is like the son of God. Ooh, I love that part. Because God, in the midst of what you're going through, he will reveal himself To your enemies Nebuchadnezzar didn't believe in God So how would he recognize God How would he know that's God He know that's God Because God is in you God was in Shadrach, Meshach And Abednego That's why he was able to recognize Whoa This person that's in this fire This this has to be the son of God This has to be Jesus is with them And he didn't even know Jesus hadn't even come yet. How would he know that this is the son of God? Because mm, in God's goodness, right, that he is revealing himself to the enemy. And that's how God is going to operate in your life. Hallelujah. To show how good he is. Hallelujah. When you're bound And you got that rope around your arms and around your feet and around your neck. And you feel like you can't move. You can't go nowhere. Hallelujah. You think the enemy has a footstool over you. The enemy has said, I'm going to put you in that furnace and I'm going to burn you. I'm going to annihilate you. I am going to destroy you. Hallelujah. But God says, I will reveal myself to your enemies. You don't have to say nothing. Just trust in me. You don't have to do nothing but trust in me. You don't have to do nothing but be still and know that I am God. Hallelujah. And I can do what I say I can do. Hallelujah. He will make, hallelujah, your enemies see him. Hallelujah. God will make your enemies see who he is. That's how we know God is good. That's how we know God is still good. Because if he did it back then, brothers and sisters, guess what? He's still doing it today. He is still revealing himself to your enemies. While you feel like you are bound. While you feel like the four walls are coming in on you. Hallelujah. God is still revealing himself to those people, to those things, to those situations. Hallelujah. In your life. He is showing how big he is. He is showing how righteous he is. Hallelujah. He is showing that he is in control. Yes, our God is still good. Our God is still good. Hallelujah. In that situation right there, I know Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was like, God, you are still good. Hallelujah. We may be bound up. We may be even thrown into the fire. Hallelujah. But you are still good. Because we know you're going to come through no matter what. Somehow, some way, you're going to reveal yourself. And I know they didn't think that God will reveal himself to the King Nebuchadnezzar. But he sure did. Because our God is a good God. Yes, he is. He's a good God. Rejoice today. Oh, don't you just love stories like that? Oh, our God is a good God oh one more let's go to one more let's go to one more we're gonna go to john 11. in john 11 that is the story of lazarus that's being told and in this chapter um, of chapter 11 lazarus sisters send word out to jesus to let jesus know that lazarus is very sick and they need him to come and see about him right but where jesus was jesus decided like Um, I'm not going there yet. I'm going to stay two more days where I'm at before I go and see Lazarus. By the time Jesus goes to see about Lazarus, he has been dead for days. And of course, his sisters are, you know, upset. And Martha even tells Jesus, had you been here, you know, my brother would have never died. And verse 25, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whomsoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Right? And um, shortly after that, Jesus asks, where have they laid lazarus and to take him to the grave and they take him over there and when he goes over there he says a short prayer over lazarus and when we move to verse 43 it says and when he thus have spoken he cried with a loud voice lazarus come forth And verse 44 says and he that was dead came forth bound hands and foot with grave claws And his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus said unto him, loose him and let him go. So here in this situation, I'm telling you guys, when it looks like the situation is dead, like God is nowhere in the midst of it. God can still show up and still be good. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how dead the situation looks. Lazarus was dead four days. He was gone. But... God being who he is, again, because he is still good, he is still good, that even the things in our lives that look like it cannot be restored, things in our life that look like it cannot get better, things in our life that the enemy is showing us that there is no way that this situation can ever be turned around. God said, no, I'm still good. I still hold that power. I'm still great. I can still change the situation because I'm still good. So it doesn't matter if the situation is dead. It doesn't matter if the circumstances been dead for more than four days, more than four months, maybe more than four years. Because God is good and he is still good, and he is bigger and greater than any of our problems that we may have, that we can see that what is dead can come to life. Because why? Our God is a good God. He is an awesome God. And in his words, it tells us there's nothing impossible for him. There's nothing that is too hard for God. Because he is that powerful. He is that good. He's a good God. And a good God can do the impossible things that our fleshly and carnal minds would never understand. To the the naked eye, it looks like, okay, is this this? Lazarus was gone. He's not coming back. We know once someone is pronounced dead, that's it. You're dead. There's no coming back. But our God said, you can pronounce it dead. You can even bury it, you can put it in the grave. If I want it to live, it will live. If I send out my word that never returns to me void, that always do what I sent it out to do, then it can live again because that's how good I am. It doesn't matter what it looks like, it doesn't matter what you see in front of you, it doesn't matter how big. It may look, the obstacle in front of you may look, I'm still a good God. I can still change that situation. I can still turn it around for your good. So today, guys, just remember, God is still good. He is still good. When you're being disobedient, He's gonna remain faithful to Himself. When it looks like you're all bound up and you can't move, He's still gonna be good. When it looks like The situation is dead. The circumstances are dead. He is still good because that is the God that we serve. And that's who he is. That's his nature. He's a good God. And he desires to do good things in us and for us. But again, we have to acknowledge that he is God. That's number one. We cannot let the enemy deceive us and think there is no God God is real and he is for you and he goes before you and his word says he will never leave us nor forsake us so why would you leave him he tells you he will never leave you no matter what the situation is and as we embark on this very new year 2021 let's declare and decree that God is still good yes things are hard But God is still good. Looks like the job may not be paying as well as it was before. God is still good. I have to do online teaching with my children and it's driving me crazy. God is still good. My health looks like it's not getting better, but I'm trusting in God because God is still good. Whatever that situation that it looks like it's at its ends with, Let's declare today, let's decree today that God is still good. No matter what the situation is, he is still good. He is still faithful. He can still move mountains, hallelujah. And he can make you a living testimony. So others may come to see and know the God that you serve, but you have to stay in position. You have to still know that he is God. Don't be Fooled by what the world is selling you. Don't be fooled by what the world is telling you. You get into the word. Let the Holy Spirit guide you and show you his faithfulness time and time again. He can do it for you. He did it before. He can do it again. Hallelujah. If he did it before, he can do it again. Hallelujah. So stay. In the word of God for 2021, remember that no matter what the situation is, God is still good. Keep that at the forefront of your mind. God is still good. God is still good. And watch God move mountains for you. Watch he make a way out of no way. Watch he make miracles just come into your life. Make 2021 the year that you declare that God is still good. Yes, we're in a pandemic. Yes, still things are going on. There's a virus going on. But God is still good. God knew coronavirus was going to come before we even knew what a coronavirus was. Okay? God is still good. He is still moving on the earth. He is still in control. He is still on his throne. He is still God. And he is still a good God. So take hold of the word of God today. Take hold of his faithfulness today. Take hold of his promises today. And believe that if he has done it before, he will do it again. He will do it again. God loves you. He is still good. That's the message today. He is still good and faithful and true. Hallelujah. And our prayer card for today comes from Luke 1, 45. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. Hallelujah. And if you're a guy out there, this applies to you too. Blessed is he. Who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to him. Because he is faithful. I told you guys that before. He is faithful to his promises. He always keeps his word. God always keeps his word. But do you keep your word? Ooh, maybe that should be a next topic. Do you keep your word? Hmm. So, as always, guys. I pray that the peace of God would be with you, with your family, and with your community. And I thank God for you in 2021, that this should be a year of the manifestation of the glory of God in your lives and in your family's lives and in your communities. Until next time, love you guys.